You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel. We hope you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking some more about prayer. Of course, we're still in the 30-day prayer list challenge, and I really, really, you know, congratulate you, or those of you who are still praying, still going hard, still doing so much. I mean, your life is already changing and you may not even know it. Glory to God. You know, one of the things that happens in place of prayer is that you could be praying for things that will happen 50 years from now. It's called birthing, a birthing process. You are praying for things that will happen in your life 20 years from now. And part of the beauty of it is that you're actually praying other things that you don't even know what like will happen, things that are not even related to your life, but things that will help other believers, especially when you're praying in the Spirit. God does, does that. Glory to God. Today we're going to be looking at the prayer life of Jesus because there's so much to glean from it. You know, I think it's just very good for us to revisit the basics. Let's reassess what we're doing. I mean, we're praying, right? Uh And we anchored uh, all this prayer we're praying on on that scripture that says, you know, um, I think is it men ought to pray always or praying always, Sha? It's a praying always scripture. There's one that says men always ought to pray and not faint right men always ought to pray and not faint then there's another one that says praying always with all prayer and supplication and perseverance were unto the saints and there are just many other texts of scripture that tell us to pray always and so we're going to be praying now i want us to examine christ jesus's prayer life because there's so much we can learn from it prayer is not just a means to an end prayer is like the end prayer is actually the end prayer is is not just a way to get things from god prayer is a life it's a lifestyle it's something that is part and parcel of the believer we cannot live without prayer the believer who thinks he can live by you know without prayer should (laughs) go somewhere else because if jesus is our example and he himself now this is god you need to understand that this is god bible in philippians 4 tells us that he was equal to god you understand that this is god in the flesh this is god who took on a bodily form that's what we call jesus yet this god because he was in bodily form because he was in the flesh because he was human like he was fully god fully man fully god in a human vessel in a human body you understand fully god fully man this man jesus christ this god man needed to pray because he was a man and if jesus needed to pray come on you can't tell me you don't need to pray if he needed to pray you need to pray so we're going to look at a few verses of scripture a few texts of scripture and we're going to you know dissect them and glean some wisdom from those texts the first one we're going to look at is math no not matthew mark chapter 1 verse 33 oh but anyway mark chapter 1 verse 33 and all the city was gathered together at the door and he healed many of them that were sick of diverse diseases and cast out many devils and allowed not the devils to speak because they knew him so you see when he cast out devils don't allow don't allow them to talk tell them to shut up and come out verse 35 and in the morning rising up a great while before day he went out and departed into a solitary place and prayed now this is god I want to sound that in your ear. This is God, the Lord, God, 
who wakes up, goes to a solitary place and prays. Because even if he is God, you know, this is all confusing many people. Or, you know, the idea of Trinity, the confused people. In fact, if you want to understand better, you can go listen to my teaching on Trinity and other table shakings. It's on Telegram, on my Telegram channel. Uh, how do you even get this? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that is uh, Pastor. Just go to Telegram and type Pastor SN Talks. You should find it. And awesome. So, he went to a solitary place and he prayed. Okay, I was talking about Trinity. <laughs> so, with it. All right, so um, God is God eternal. I mean, God exists beyond time, space, and matter. But you see, because God is God, God can also, how I put it, He can also come out of Himself <laughs> and be in, you get, and come into time. Yes, and that's what He did. Because if you think about it, we all have, Bible talks about the Spirit that proceeds from the Father. We all have God in us if you are born again. How is that possible that God is in all of us at the same time? Yes, that same way that he can be in all of us. That's the same way he came into in a body. He was born of a woman and, you know, he, he came on the earth as a man. So that man needs to pray. He needed to pray. He needed to pray. He says he went out a great while before dawn and there he prayed. And this was the secret of his ministry. This is the secret of why he finished his ministry, you know, three and a half years. This is why everything went smoothly, no hiccup. The man did not joke with his prayer life. He went a great while. A great while, man, can be four hours or four hours before. Let's just say dawn is probably maybe 6 a.m. This man probably was rising 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you understand, to go and pray. He says, And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. And when they had found him, they said to him, All men are seeking you. And he said unto them, Let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also. For, for therewith I came I forth. Now, I want you to notice something. Because he, if you look at the verses before, he just healed the sick and he said that everybody was at his door. That is, the whole city gathered together at his door. He was healing them. He healed all of them and everything. Like, you would think that, okay, he's going to stay, right? Stay, establish his work there, build a church and all that stuff. And, you know, but he goes to the place of prayer. The next he comes out, they come and meet you and say, ah, <laughs> he said, all men are looking for you. You know, if it's today, ah, they say they are looking for you. Say, ah, okay, let me go and meet my people. Let me go and meet them. You know, let me go and bask in that glory. For where Jesus says, no, we are going, we are going to understand how. Because in the place of prayer, God speaks. In the place of prayer, you receive direction. In the place of prayer, it's see, what men would have expected was for him to stay. What men would have expected was for him to continue. Do you understand? Now, he said, let's go. If it's today that, imagine you just, as a minister, or let's say it's just you as a believer, God used you and then you prayed for the sick, deaf, dumb, dead, everything like in one day and the whole place was jam-packed. Your door was jam-packed. People were coming. They were even coming with seed. Come, so she's coming to appreciate you. Thank you, man of God. Thank you, prophet. Thank you, this. Thank you, that. They were everywhere. Your name was everywhere on social media trending. Ah, prophet this, pastor this. You know? And that's what was happening or going on big time. How many people would want to leave that? Number two, if they left it, you know the next thing, there are many pastors that will tell them, yeah, or even believers that will say, yeah, you're a fool, you're a very big fool. You still need to capitalize on this thing now, look at what you're doing. Yes, a big, big, big fool. But the Bible says he left them. And he preached, so he says he went, to, let's go to the next towns, and he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. So he continued doing what he was doing, but in other towns. That's what happens when you pray. God can just give you direction and say, look, I don't want you to know, not here, go there change of direction you understand prayer aligns you to god's will for your life 
and it happens there are two ways it happens number one it aligns circumstances around you to bring you into god's will number two it gives you direction and and teaches you exactly what to do to be in god's will for your life are you seeing that glory to god look at luke chapter 3 verse 21 at, at the baptism of jesus now when all the people were baptized it came to pass that jesus also being baptized and praying the heaven was open so even at his baptism he was praying are you seeing that such an attitude always praying always fellowship you know prayer is also fellowship prayer in, in prayer we fellowship with god we commune with god we talk to god you understand but also in the place of prayer there are other things that happen in prayer we ask in prayer we receive from god and all that stuff but as his baptism he's still praying he's still connected to the father have you seen that because he could not do anything outside of the father he was totally dependent on the father totally reliant on the father and that is the model for how we should be are you seeing that look at luke chapter 5 um verse uh, 13 and he put forth his hand and touched him saying i will be clean that is the leper you know this this is the story of the leper one of the lepers he, he healed in his time on earth he says so he put forth his hand and touched him and said i will because the guy said are you willing are you willing or something like that to heal me he says just also being baptized okay sorry and immediately the leprosy departed from him and he charged him to tell no man but go and show himself to the priest and offer for a cleansing okay an offering for cleansing according as moses commanded for a testimony unto them but so much more went there a film abroad of him and great multitudes came together to hear him and to be healed by him of their infirmities and he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed are you seeing this again you see the same trend many people his fame spread abroad many people came from everywhere you and you think that he would actually ride on the trend he would ride on popularity because there are many people that are doing ministry today because of popularity of fame and people followership look christianity is not about big followership that's the truth if you have a bigger followership it is so you can impact on people it is not about the followership you understand look at jesus shining away from from the public eye he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. He didn't stay with them. He probably healed them and everything. And then he withdrew himself. He hid himself. Went to the wilderness and he prayed again because spending time with God is more important than spending time with men. So as I passed back then will say that you don't have a right to stand before men when you've not stood before God. Or you don't have a right to talk to I think there's is it Charles West one of these guys said you don't have a right to talk to you know men about God when you have not talked to God about men. Prayer is the powerhouse prayer is a place of fellowship prayer is a place of of power prayer is a place of direction prayer is that place where (laughs) you are established and grounded prayer is where your desires are changed prayer is where you change you are transformed into another man you become more like jesus in the place of prayer glory to god look at matthew chapter 14 verse 20 and they all did eat and were filled and they took up the fragments that remained and were 12 baskets and they that had eaten were 5,000 men beside women and children. This is when, um, you know, the 12, the basket of bread, the, what was that story? The 12 loaves and 2 fish, right? And after everybody had eaten, see what he says, verse 22. And straight away, notice it says straight away, after they had eaten, straight away, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him to the other side while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up to a mountain apart to pray. And the evening was come and he was there alone. What is wrong with this guy called Jesus who that, <laughs> that crusade has finished? You know, he has been in the wilderness of people for how many days? The crowd. He chases them. He sends them. We go home, go home, go home. And then he immediately goes up to pray. Oh, man of God, go and rest, go and sleep. No. From ministry, he goes to pray. Ah, 
what kind of man is that see prayer is a life that's the truth prayer is a life prayer is our life prayer is something that is something we do all the time it is it is who we are it's part of our makeup and dna it is a product of the spirit of god that is inside us when we pray we release the potential and ability of that spirit it is what jesus died for in the place of prayer we can access what christ died for we can access the spirit we can access anything that's the truth a believer who does not pray is going to be lost you're going to be misguided because that's what you're supposed to do look at looks up at 6 verse 12 it says and it came to pass in those days that when he went into a mountain to pray and that he went into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to god so it's nothing of all those other ones he would pray all day oh sorry he would pray several hours before dawn right aha uh-huh. this one he went and prayed all night and all night prayer in this case in, in the jewish uh, whatever is 6 p.m to 6 a.m 12 hours prayed all night to god and when it was day he called to himself his disciples and of them he chose 12 whom also he named apostles are you seeing this this is how he chose his 12 apostles he went and fried himself in prayer 12 hours prayer you know, it was Renard Bonke that Jesus showed a vision. He showed a vision and took him back to that day. And he said, God was telling him about how he picked leaders, leaders, you know, on the earth. And the fact that he spent one hour every single day. And this is Bonke's vision, you understand? Uh-huh. It's a vision, so it's subject to whether it happened or not or did not happen. I'm just telling you what Bonke said, Renard Bonke, you know, who has gone to be with the Lord. And so, so <laughs> he says... He said that for every one hour he was praying and he was saying, I don't want to choose like men do. I want to choose like you do. And that's what he was doing for 12 hours. 12 full hours. Before he came out and just said, okay, you, 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 follow me. You are my, or they were already following him. He said, you are going to be my apostles. These are the people that now became the pillars of the church after Jesus rose from the dead. Are you seeing that? So Jesus' decisions were fried in the place of prayer. He took his time in the place of prayer. That's where he, he he heard God. That is where he made decisions. If we pray more often, our decisions will be more sound. If we spend more time in prayer before we do certain things, our decisions will be more sound. There's a book by Kenneth Hagin called How to Be Led by the Spirit. You should actually check it out. He said there was a certain man that never lost any money. This man never lost a dime. He was a businessman. And as a businessman, he had a lot of capital. And he said that that you know many people used to come to the businessman to ask, okay, um, uh, what do you call it? He used to ask the man, oh, um, I want to, what's that word? I want to invest in your business or come and invest in this business. Come and invest in that business. You know? different kinds of people. Um, come and invest in this business. Come and invest in that business. And he said he would the business would look very good lucrative and he's like man I was a fool not to invest in this business but he'll tell him give me some time so he said he'll go into the place of prayer and he will spend time there praying all day just praying just staying with God staying with God and he said in the spirit he will just know no this is not the business to enter but his head will tell him it's the business but the spirit will just say no because when you subject yourself to prayer spending a lot of time in the place of prayer you become more quiet on the inside your mind is really very busy from you know many things and all that but when you take out time to pray consistently you know your mind just gets quiet and the voice of god can make it god's voice is always there the problem is that after a while noise too much noise daily activities so many things in your head too many things you're thinking about worrying about this one that one that one school fees and all you know work and all the husband wife <laughs> parents 
relationship everything is in your head and then you become dull of hearing so when we spend more time praying we become much more sensitive to the leading of the spirit of god if jesus did not do anything without prayer what makes us think that we should make your decisions without prayer you want to get married to somebody you've not prayed about it you want to get a job you've not prayed about it you want to travel outside the country you've not prayed about it you want to get married you've not prayed about it so like it's crazy how believers behave but if that's how it just was by now i don't even know what would have happened it was always like that to show us a pattern a pattern of how we are supposed to be that we should always stay in the place of prayer we should continually live in the place of prayer that is how we rule that is how we conquer that is how we don't make costly mistakes or errors are you seeing that so definitely we should spend more time in prayer okay aha uh-huh. even at the the last you know prayer journey this was matthew 26 36 when he came to get seminary and all that he said sit here while i go and pray and he took it in peter and the two sons of them and began to be sorrowful and heavy and he said to them my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death stay here and watch with me that means pray with me and he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying oh father if it's possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as i will but as you will you see in this place also you notice something at this point he was going to die he knew he was going to die but his will was already began to waver he didn't want to die because he says my soul is actually sorrowful i know what i'm about to face and i don't want to go through it it, it is too it is too burdensome i'm too burdened i don't want this he says he says let this cup pass if it's possible let's not do it this way nevertheless not as i will but yours we don't it's in the place of prayer we submit our will to god it's in the place of prayer we come and say lord you know what i have i know i have what i want to do but i'm going to surrender to what you want i'm going to lay it all down before you holy ghost i'm just going to you know surrender in place of prayer that is where we surrender we surrender so that's why we start with prayers of surrender just say lord have your way have your way have your way holy ghost have your way and just did this thing. He spent about three hours praying here. My point is, Jesus didn't joke with prayer. Prayer wasn't just a means of getting something from God. No, prayer was was the 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 major thing. Prayer wasn't a means one, and prayer was the end. Prayer is a delight. Train yourself to pray. This prayer challenge is a very good avenue to train yourself to pray. Always, train yourself to pray. It's not just about averting situations and issues. It's about spending time with God. It's about hearing God. What do you want, Lord? You know, it's about fellowship. It's about getting closer to the Spirit of God. That's what it is. So, guys, <laughs> I want you to just think about all this. Think about it. Develop more intimacy with the Lord. Develop more fellowship time. Develop. Just take this challenge seriously. If Jesus did it, you should do it. Glory to Jesus. You get that aha uh-huh. so that will be our prayer focus you know for today our prayer focus is that that um the, that the place of prayer should not just be something that um is a burden burden or a chore it should be a delight that god will transform our desires we surrender our will to the lord and ask him to transform our desires so that prayer becomes a delight you understand we're praying that praying that praying that glory to god and don't forget we're going to bring that by 6 p.m also on mixlr so you want to join us that is not no not mixlr sorry 
on Instagram. Come and join us at W-I-N-W-E-R-E-Y-E-N. Join us there and let us pray up a storm. Glory to God. Oh my goodness, it's going to be awesome. And of course, make XLR 12639. Get the app. MIXLR is the name of the app. Get it on the App Store Play Store. We're also going to be praying that at those times. Each of these prayer times is 30 minutes. So just come hang around with us and it's going to be awesome. Okay, guys. That's it for today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and bye-bye. If this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram. That's pst.sen. pst.essien. See you there.